Welcome to Amazing Facts Youth, reading God's Word, your daily dose of the bread of life. Today's August the 24th, and I'm your host, Ali. We'll be reading from the Amazing Facts Bible Reading Plan at amazingfacts.org. Search Bible Reading Plan. Each month's readings are based on the first 25 days of each month, which means there's a number of free days, so if you ever catch, so if you can catch up if you ever fall behind. This should make reaching your goal of reading the Bible in a year very possible. Thank you for joining us on this journey. Let's open up and pray as we read God's word. Father in heaven in Jesus Christ, thank you once again for another day where we can open up your word, where we can live according to your word. And Lord, I pray that we don't just read your word this morning, but we eat your word, that we digest it, that it fills our souls, and that your word will be the food for our mind and our soul. We will have all that we need, the bread of life, all that we need for today that will be sufficient for us to get through this day's day. So Lord, I pray that we take in your word, that we meditate it, we understand it. I pray that you fill us up with your Holy Spirit so we can understand the Holy Spirit-filled word. And we pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. We'll be reading today from the New King James Version. The scriptures we'll be reading from is Esther chapters 7 and 8, Proverbs chapter 17, verses 1 through 14, Luke chapter 20, verses 9 through 19, Philemon chapter 1, verses 1 through 11. So let's get started, shall we? Esther chapter 7, Haman hanged instead of Mordecai. So the king and Haman went to dine with Queen Esther. And on the second day, at the banquet of wine, the king again said to Esther, What is your petition? Queen Esther shall be granted you. And what is your request? Up to half the kingdom, it shall be done. Then Queen Esther answered and said, If I have found favor in your sight, O king, and if it pleases the king, let my life be given me at my petition, and my people at my request. For we have been sold, my people and I, to be destroyed, to be killed, to be annihilated. Had we been sold as male and female slaves, I would have held my tongue. The enemy can never compensate for the king's loss. So King Asuraeus answered and said to Queen Esther, Who is he? And where is he? Who would dare presume in his heart to do such a thing? And Esther said, The adversary and enemy is this wicked Haman. So Haman was terrified before the king and the queen. And Esther said, The adversary and enemy is this wicked Haman. So Haman was terrified before the king and queen. Then the king aroused in his wrath from the banquet of wine and went into the palace garden. But Haman stood before Queen Esther, pleading for his life, for he saw that evil was determined against him by the king. When the king returned from the palace garden to the place of the banquet of wine, Haman had fallen across the couch where Esther was. The king said, Will he also assault the queen? While I am in the house, the word left the king's mouth. They covered Haman's face. Now Harbona, one of the eunuchs, said to the king, Look, the gallows, 50 cubits high, which Haman made for Mordecai, who spoke good on the king's behalf, is standing at the house of Haman. Then the king said, Hang him on it. So they hanged Haman on the gallows that he had prepared for Mordecai. Then the king's wrath subsided. Esther chapter 8, Esther saves the Jews. 
On that day King Asuraeus gave Queen Esther the house of Heman, the enemy of the Jews. And Mordecai came before the king, for Esther had told how he was related to her. So the king took off his signet ring, which he had taken from Heman, and gave it to Mordecai. And Esther appointed Mordecai over the house of Heman. Now Esther spoke again to the king, fell down at his feet, and implored him with tears to counteract the evil of Heman the Agite and the scheme which he had devised against the Jews. And the king held out the golden scepter towards Esther. So Esther aroused and stood before the king and said, If it pleases the king, and if I have found favor in his sight, and the thing seems right to the king, and I am pleasing in his eyes, let it be written to revoke the letters despised by Haman, the son of Hamandetha the Agite, which he wrote to annihilate the Jews, who are in all the king's providences. For how can I endure to see the evil that will come to my people? Or how can I endure to see the destruction of my countrymen? Then King Asuraeus said to Queen Esther and Mordecai the Jew, Indeed, I have given Esther the house of Haman, and I have hanged him on the gallows because he tried to lay his hand on the Jews. You yourselves write a decree concerning the Jews, if you please, in the king's name, and seal it with the king's signet ring. For whatever is written in the king's name and sealed with the king's signet ring, no one can revoke. So the king's scribes were called at that time, in the third month, which is the month of Sivan, on the twelfth third day, and it was written according to all that Mordecai commanded to the Jews, the satraps, the governors, and the princes of the providences from India to Ethiopia, 127 providences in all, to every providence in its own script, to every people in their own language, and to the Jews in their own script and language. And he wrote in the, in the name of the king Asuraeus, sealed it, king signet ring, and sent letters by couriers on horseback, riding on royal horses, bred from swift steads. By these letters, the king permitted the Jews who were in every city to gather together and protect their lives to destroy, kill, and annihilate all the forces of any people or providence that would assault them, both little children and women, and to plunder their possessions. On one day in all the providences of King Asuraeus, on the thirteenth day of the twelfth month, which is the month of Adar, a copy of the document was to be issued as a decree in every providence and published for all people so that the Jews be ready on that day to avenge themselves on their enemies. The couriers who rode on royal horses went out, hastened and pressed on by the king's command, and the decree was issued in Shushan the Clitidel. Mordecai went out from the presence of the king in royal apparel of blue and white, with a great crown of gold and a garment of fine linen and purple, and the city of Shushan rejoiced and was glad the Jews had light and gladness, joy and honor, and in every providence and city, wherever the king's command and decree came, the Jews had joy and gladness, a feast and a holiday. Then many of the people of the land became Jews, because fear of the Jews fell upon them. Proverbs chapter 17, verses 1 through 14. The Lord has hearts. 
Better is a dry morsel with quietness than a house full of feasting with strife. A wise servant will rule over a son who causes shame and will share an inheritance among the brothers. The refining pot is for silver and the furnace for gold, but the Lord tests the hearts. An evildoer gives heed to false lips. A liar listens eagerly to a spiteful tongue. He who mocks the poor reproaches his maker. He who is glad at calamity will not go unpunished. Children's children are crown of old men, and the glory of children is their father. Excellent speech is not becoming to a fool, much less lying lips to a prince. A present is a precious stone in the eyes of its possessor. He who covers a transgression seeks love, but he who repeats a matter separates friends. Rebuke is more effective for a wise man than a hundred blows on a fool. An evil man seeks only rebellion, therefore a cruel messenger will be sent against him. Let a man meet a bear robbed of her cubs rather than a fool in his folly. Whoever rewards evil for good, the evil will not depart from his house. The beginning of strife is like releasing water. Therefore, stop contention before a quarrel starts. Luke chapter 20, verses 9 through 19, the parable of the wicked vine dressers. Then he began to tell the people of this parable. A certain man planted a vineyard, leased it to vine dressers and went into a far country for a long time. Now at vintage time, he sent a servant to the vine dressers that they might give him some of the fruit of the vineyard. But the vine dressers beat him and sent him away empty handed. Again, he sent another servant and they beat him also, treated him shamefully and sent him away empty handed. And again, he sent a third and they wounded him also and cast him out. Then the owner of the vineyard said, what shall I do? I'll send my beloved son. Probably they will respect him when they see him. But the vine dressers saw him. They reasoned among themselves saying, this is the heir, come, let us kill him, that the inheritance may be ours. So they cast him out of the vineyard and killed him. Therefore, what shall the owner of the vineyard do to them? Will come and destroy those vine dressers and give the vineyard to others. And when they heard it, they said, certainly not. He looked at them and said, what then is this that is written? The stone which the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone. Whoever falls on that stone will be broken, but on whomever it falls, it will grind him to the powder. And the chief priests and scribes that very hour sought to lay hands on him, but they feared the people for they knew he had spoken this parable against them. Philemon chapter one, verses one through 11. Greeting, Paul a prisoner of Christ Jesus and Timothy our brother, to Philemon, our beloved friend and fellow laborer, to the beloved Aphia, Archippus, our fellow soldier, and to the church in your house. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Philemon's love and faith, I thank my God, making mention of you always in my prayers. Hearing of your love and faith which you have toward the Lord Jesus 
and toward all the saints, that the sharing of your faith may become effective by the acknowledgement of every good thing which is in you, in Christ Jesus. For we have great joy and consolation in your love, because the hearts of the saints have been refreshed by you, brother, the plea of one to us. Therefore, though I might be very bold in Christ to command you what is fitting, yet for love's sake I rather appeal to you, being such a one as Paul, the aged, and now also a prisoner of Jesus Christ, I appeal to you for my son Onesimus, whom I have forgotten while in my chains, who once was unprofitable to you, but now is profitable to you and to me. This ends our reading of God's word for today. Let's close in prayer and thank him for his word. Father in heaven, in Jesus Christ, thank you for your word. Thank you that we were able to take in your word for today and see in Esther just so much how, Lord, how when we trust and rely on you, Lord, and we don't rely on our own strength, but we surrender and submit our lives to you. And even when we're going through difficulties as Esther and Mordecai and the Jews, we're literally going through a ruler and that government trying to annihilate them. Lord, they went to you and said, Lord, we're looking to you to be our strength and our refuge. And Lord, you did not fail. You did not fail. So Lord, I pray that we also seek you in our difficulties, in our moments of trials, or in our, mo or in our moments of joy, Lord. Allow us to seek you, stay connected to you, Jehovah, and you, Jesus Christ. And even when we looked in the Proverbs, we saw, Lord, just how you look at the heart. And even Luke, Jesus, you saw in Luke's account how you were looking at the Pharisees' heart. They were all dressed up fancy, flowing robes on the outside, but cold on the inside. And Lord, make us clean and just have zeal and fire and Holy Spirit just led, you know, worshipers and, and, and just seeking you, Lord. Let us not just be, you know, good and clean and holy on the outside, the exterior, but also in the interior. Lord, do heart work, do heart work, Father, and allow us to be a part of your work. Allow us to be witnesses, the salt of the world, the light of the world, Lord, as we also see in Philemon, seeing how Paul and his brothers and sisters that were co-laborers in the ministry work. So Lord, we love and we thank you, we praise you. And Lord, allow this day to be a blessed, wonderful day. And we pray all these things in Jesus' mighty name, amen. Thank you for joining us. We pray that today's reading of God's word was a blessing to you. Our prayer is that the Lord will continue to bless you with wisdom and understanding, both in spiritual as well as in temporal matters in your everyday life. If you would like special prayer, please email us at afyatamazingfacts.org or join our social media pages on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Amazing Facts Youth and message us there with prayer requests. If you'd like to join our weekly global prayer meeting called Hey Let's Pray every Monday night at 6 p.m. PST on Zoom, meeting ID and password are in the bio here. Or visit our social media pages for meeting IDs and then messages for the password. Thank you again for joining us here on Spotify Podcast at Amazing Facts Youth. And now as we go, enjoy the following music so that you can reflect on the reading of God's word from today. We look forward to you joining us again tomorrow. Here at Amazing Facts Youth, reading God's word, your daily dose of the bread of life. This is Ali, signing off until tomorrow. And remember, 
You're extraordinary and you're a treasure. Bye for now.